0: Been through all the processes and they tried and, and they would even double checked it at different universities because obviously you don't want to reject it you want to support the farmer but it's got to be rejected because it's not what we want and it's not what we need and we need to know that i'm putting You in the bottle and not some marigolds or whatever they picked instead so it is super important and that's the amazing thing with working with Australian companies and a company like yourself where we know the sciences and we know you've got your scientists sitting in there they're making sure that everything that goes through is what it says it is and that's what the TGA they make sure that we get this amazing product. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello and welcome again to Mentoring with Geraldine. And I'm very lucky to have Christine Thomas from the Herbal Extract Company in Sydney with us again today. And um, what's happened is Sunju sundew which as a herbalist I grew up with and is one of my favorites and I would put that in most tonics and then I've noticed recently I haven't been able to get it and i just thought yeah la, 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 la. I haven't been able to get it whatever it'll come back these things you know come back but what has happened Christine tell the story yes,
1: yes. we it seems to be the lung halves we lose too I find mm. really yeah. was you know come well, comfrey it was a really good one and yeah, Hydra, and yeah. yeah they tend to be the ones that you know, have a bit of controversies surrounding them, but not Sanju. Sanju actually, so I was just talking with Annette, um, our general manager, mm-hmm. who does a lot of the ordering. Yeah. And so there's a few things. Sanju was coming from Madagascar. Oh, wow.
0: Africa, okay. Yeah.
1: And it's just, I think she tried a couple of years ago and the price was really prohibitive. Yeah. She thought, I'll try and find another solution mm. and then just couldn't get it. Oh. Right. Sometimes it has to do with it not being wildcrafted or picked. Yep. You know, trouble with that. And just on that conversation now with COVID, we're actually probably going to see this happen a lot more. Yeah. Because we've so, Buku comes from South Africa and we're having a lot of problem getting things from Africa. Oh, of course, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The transportation yeah. and this no. illness over there. Yeah.
1: yeah. With people not harvesting,
0: yeah,
1: um, because of COVID and lockdown. And um, the yeah. other problem is with customs. Apparently Annette was saying, oh, I've got to try and remember, but say Brisbane has a one-week turnover with customs. We've got two weeks in Sydney. Melbourne's a month. Right. So bringing wow. in anything is just going to take a lot longer. Yeah. that's. A and then if we have way. a problem in the lab, if it's identity or quality yeah. problem, Then that's back to the drawing board. So, yeah, I think, unfortunately, we might see this happening a little bit more. But, yeah, with Sunju, there was just there was a few little issues and we just haven't been able to get it. Right, right. So, uh, first of all, it was a prohibitive price and we do try and negotiate on that so the price doesn't go up too high. And then we just couldn't get it. So, yeah such
0: a shame i mean it's such a traditional one i mean it's just sort of around. Yeah. i didn't realize it came from madagascar though No, yeah, you know no. That. that's a long way to get anything from madagascar to australia exactly so, yeah
1: you know i think um just going forward i think we might have to start looking as herbalists and um, closer to home yeah yeah with, uh, you know we might have to accept that i mean um, this is just my personal opinion yeah you know just as far as like we sort of demand all these herbs from all over the world but we might need to just um, start thinking about alternatives or substitutes for those ones that are very difficult to get and expensive
0: yeah definitely I mean it's a great herb and I'm surprised it doesn't grow in Australia but of course now we don't just grow anything in Australia it's not like you know 200 years ago oh we need this plant or this herb let's just plant it wherever we are in the world now it's well you know is this plant right for this country and you know, we have got some other alternatives there in your recent mail out. You sent us a few other alternatives. Yeah. And I did notice, I suddenly realized as I was reading it that Adahoda. Hoda, I always forget to use that one. That yeah. was hilarious. I'm looking at it going, oh, that would work really well. And those ones I've been putting sundew into and haven't been able to get it for a few years and or um, well, however long it is. But um, yeah, Adahoda, Hoda, I've forgotten about that one completely.
1: Yeah, and it's quite interesting just when you start looking at the substitutes, how many similarities there are. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a lot of naturopaths out there who have their favourite and they say, I, I just can't get that sort of result without that herb. Yeah. You know, because it depends on the person, not really the uh, the issue that they have, whether it's asthma or something. You're not going, here's the herb for asthma, you Here's the herb for that person, but um, there is quite a few substitutes for sunjuice. There
0: are, there are. I mean, I use Alicampane and Grindelia now, and I don't have any adihodorin. I am down on that one. There's definitely a black mark for me, but <laughs> I will need to get some in. But um, that's the other point you just made there about making sure. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, this is as we, I do keep saying, a practitioner podcast because remembering that we need to mix these in the correct amounts for the right person to for what they need. I mean, when we ch- train, I've just marked a load of herbal exams. So in those herbal exams, of course, they were writing the energetics of the herb as well. And when we talk about energetics, we're not talking about fairy gardens. We're talking about the warmth or the cooling. We're talking about how it will support, because if you've got something really cooling and cold and you actually need to move the cough, So obviously the common one for people thinking who aren't herbalist listening, they might be thinking, well, what's warming? Well, ginger. I mean, you know how warm that is. You have a cup of ginger tea, Mm -hmm. you warm up. So peppermint is actually very cooling. And so when we look at all of the herbs, they have that hot, cold, and that works with the problem. And of course, someone who's coughing, Is it a wet cough? Is it a dry cough? Is it better for heat? Is it better for cool? And we ask those questions as part of the naturopathic consult so that we can get the right mix of herbs. So, you know, five herbs to eight herbs in a bottle. I go up to eight herbs sometimes. And they all have to fit with the person and the pattern and what's going on. And we've got a really good list here of alternatives to sundew. I was quite surprised so many came through, actually, and that you've got such a long list. So um, you've almost got a mix there for a good cough, to be honest.
1: Yeah, well it's yeah exactly you could do something. It? It's um, yeah. I mean what sort of stood out for me was that it's for this sort of dry irritating cough. Mm. And also I think the one that stood out the most is probably the closest substitute was licorice because yeah. sunju not only is good for that sort of dry irritating cough, pooping cough, bronchitis, asthma, but also gastric complaints and stomach yeah. ulcers. Yeah. Which licorice is also really good for. Yeah. A lot I think of research, that there. One stood out. A lot as far as just being a direct substitute. But then some people it's a licorice is a bit tricky.
0: Yep, contraindications there across the board with all sorts of problems. So we do have to be careful with giving that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So then there's the other ones you said Anna has that great anti-spasmodic action Mm. that's famous Mm. for. It's been used for centuries in the Ayurvedic tradition. Yeah. But also interestingly. There's some preclinical evidence so we can't extrapolate that to humans right yeah' been uh, no studies in humans that may not have that action in humans but preclinically it has been shown to have anti-ulcer activity and improve symptoms of dyspepsia so again it could be worth trying yeah. for those people who have a cough and also have gastric issues.
0: yeah I mean when you're coughing so much as well there can be a lot of pain in the stomach. Um, just simply from the coughing and people often eat differently when they're coughing because of the breathing issues so often with the dyspepsia it's a really good idea to get a bitter in there as well to help with that digestion and help them feel soothed through the gut and through the lungs and through everything that's happening while they're doing that cough so yeah so that i mean that i'd hope to be a good one wouldn't it
1: yeah and that's, that's very old school actually Lindsay Shum who owns our company he's a very old school type of practitioner and he the first question he always asks is you know how are your poos <laughs> you know like he always treats the gut that's sort of that old naturopathic yeah. you know doesn't it you treat the gut and yeah, you're going to have the body and the immune systems you know based, basically based in the gut most of the immune system so treating the gut you're treating the whole person so it makes sense that a lot of these herbs treat the gut as well
0: yeah a lot of them have an effect where you're treating the gut you're soothing the gut and it has a knock-on effect into other parts of the body and it's you know when I trained the mantra um there's actually a song it's not really a song because it's it's a it was a chant and it was death pestilence war death pestilence war And so I managed to remember when I was writing an exam, gut-liver immune, gut-liver immune, and that was the way to work on the person, work on the gut, work on the gut, then you work on the liver, then you work on the immune, and they knock through.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, it was, oh, yeah, I couldn't I I used that song for a number of things as well to remember certain things for certain exams. (laughs) Like
1: having music helps you remember things. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So... We've got Alicampane in your list as well. So I use quite a lot of that for those irritating coughs because it helps relax that bronchi. So that's a really nice one. And a very traditional herb as well. That's yeah. been around. since. And the really day. good for children as well.
1: Oh. So gentle. So that's a good one. I mean, Sanju is good for children as well. So that's it. Again, if it's for children, if you were using Sanju in a child's mix, Alicampane's a good substitute there. Yeah. And I just remembered uh, back to the, where we get them from. Just course, there. But um, the reason why we do get them from all these faraway countries is because we usually get them from their country of origin or where they're made. Oh, yeah. because they're a lot stronger when they grow in their natural environment than when they're harvested, I mean, when they're cultivated in a sort of false environment, I should say, yeah. like not native too. So that's why we do try and source from their native environment. Yeah. Otherwise we would get them all from Australia if we could yeah
0: very good point isn't it i mean madagascar is a very traditional island it's got some things on there that don't grow anywhere else in the world it has yeah. you know everything about it is unique so to get the sundew from its home country would make it that much more amazing as a herb that we'd use so it would have all of the components because that's where it's traditionally growing
1: exactly so, yeah. well, we can stronger constituents than i say a cultivated yeah. Plant. Yeah. again yeah we have to weigh up a lot of other issues associated Mm. I think we spoke recently in another podcast I wrote about it recently was botanical adulteration yes another issue that comes up when we have these problems and that's why we're really focusing on it a lot at the moment just really making sure we've got the identity right because when you have a problem with these play issues Mm. it can Mm. cause adulteration to start happening because people still want it yeah so other people start you know taking advantage of that and adulterating saying oh yes we've got some sunji for you yeah sunji yeah um, so yeah, it's a good thing to be aware of.
0: Yeah, back um in the podcast, there's on the YouTube channel there, and in the Facebook group, there's that original recording that I made where we went around, and there was the rejected herb, whichever one it was, all that time ago, and you know had been through all the processes, and they'd tried, and they'd had to reject it, and they'd even you know double checked it at different university. It's like yes. maybe we made a mistake, you know, because obviously you don't want to reject it, you want to make, and you want to support the farmer, but if they're for whatever reason, mistake or intention, it's got to be rejected because it's not what we want and it's not what we need. And we need to know that I'm putting, you know, campaign in the bottle or sundew in the bottle and not some, you know, marigolds or whatever they've picked instead, you know? So it is super important. And that's the amazing thing with working with Australian companies and a company like yourself, where we know the sciences there. We know you've got your scientists sitting in their little cubby holes behind their glass <laughs> windows. <laughs> And, and they're work. testing everything. And they're yeah. doing that. They're making sure that everything that goes through is what it says it is. And that's what the TGA, they make sure they double check you. And it's, you know, all of these processes are in place to make sure that we get this amazing product. Yeah, so exactly.
1: sure you Safety, efficacy and quality. Yeah. Three things that are the most important.
0: Yeah and with sundew i mean that's you know if you can't get it you can't get it it's better to say sorry we can't get it than try and get it from someone else or somewhere else and then discover it's all the wrong one
1: that's another really good point about substitutes Mm. in the sense of yeah we you know we'd rather have quality and safety than getting it for having it for that sake of having it
0: yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we've got a couple of other alternatives there on your list. You've got maline, red clover, and thyme, which yes. all are amazing herbs, and I have them all on my shelves.
1: <laughs> um, this is the other one stuck in there with elecampane and, and oh, the grish.
0: Yeah, the grandelia. Yes. So, I mean, they're all absolutely amazing ones. So the mullein, again, uh, it's really mild relaxant. So it's going to be a really good one to expectorate those lungs, but in a softer way, we don't really want to be forcing it up and causing a coughing person to give themselves a hernia or anything else because they're just coughing so much. <laughs> so, I mean, traditionally it's been used for, you know, tuberculosis and all of the other things, but, you know. We don't tend to get those now, thankfully. Yes, We're still going to get all that, you know, that hoarseness and bronchitis and that dryness, and we're going to need that mullein, aren't we? Again, red clover, another lovely one, another lovely expectorant. And it's pretty too. I do like a pretty Yes,
1: and you can see that's uh, the Herbal Extract Company's symbol. That's our herb we have on all our products. Um, And Lindsay liked that one. He chose that one mainly because it's an alternative, like a really good blood cleanser yeah um, sort of this action of being expectorant is kind of a secondary action that we think of for red clover I think for me anyway yeah. it was more of a a blood cleanser, and you forget that there's this whole sort of antispasmodic expectorant side um, to
0: it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I definitely use it for both. It's definitely in the bronchitis mixes. I will often put a, just a tiny touch of the red clover in there because I think, well, it's going to support everything else as well because of this blood cleansing as well yes. as this cough. We're going to get all of these other synergistic happenings with this amazing yeah. herb. So, yeah, I really like that one as well.
1: You choose it for someone who maybe also has, for example, like eczema or psoriasis or... Yes. You know, some sort of, um, where, you know, toxicity where they need their blood cleansing, which is yeah. a lot of people these days. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people in the world we're living in, yeah. Associated with the cough is it's a good one for those people. And just yeah. back to the Milano, I always see that one growing along the roadside. Yes. It's a very common weed, like on the way to um, Canberra, I just think for, you know. Yeah where I'm from, but um, it's a very spectacular plant. You see it sort of growing really high with those beautiful yellow flowers that we use for um, yeah. ear infections. And-
0: yeah, it's an amazing. melane has got so many options. I mean, it goes yeah. into the oil for the ear infections, great for the coughs, great for the lung. So it's that really upper mm-hmm. respiratory, upper part of the body or the ear, nose, throat, all of that area for the melane is great. Yeah. It works really well, doesn't it? It's got, and a weed. Most of these yeah.
1: things are weeds and <laughs> the weeds are sort of the tough ones and they have all the nutrients and it's very velvety, the leaf. So it's um yeah. you know, almost sort of like the sillier c- you know, in the lungs. Yeah. Yeah. The doctrine of
0: signatures. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then finally on your list, we've got thyme, which is, of course, a great one and a really good bug killer as well. So it does so much the thyme, you know, that gargle with thyme. I mean, it's got this relaxant effect to reduce the spasm. It's just an amazing herb. And, of course, again, grows everywhere and i've got it all over my garden south australia of course thyme just grows we don't you know doesn't like a lot of water so it's great to grow here and of course traditionally like the italians and that they put it in their food they sprinkle it on top of their food so it's you know eaten as part of the diet as well as taken as an amazing tincture so it's a phenomenal herb that one and another one to really think
1: about that have been used in the diet a great like rosemary sage and thyme because that's traditional use i mean mm. we can see it's been how safe they are i mean in food quantities have been used over thousands of years yeah and we can see that you know it's safe to use you mm. know a lot yeah. of people so yep. yeah that's a traditional aspect yeah
0: it's um, an amazing i mean this is a lovely list of alternatives for a herb that well we haven't had for a little while because we've been able to get it from you so um, but it's an amazing amazing list of what two four six seven yeah. herbs?
1: All the substitutes, you know, when I do substitute stories, this one definitely had a lot.
0: Yeah, and they all have a really good story behind all of them and their uses and the other aspects. So when you're looking at that person and they've got everything else going on with them, they've got you know, there's never just one thing. No one ever just has a cough. You know, yeah. there's always. Oh, yes, my nose is running. on and my nose is dry. My ears are blocked. No, they're not. You know, I've got a head cold no i haven't there's all the other things and so having all the different options when because we do we mix these together to make that perfect tincture exactly as our client needs it so one it's really good to have all of these different options still can't go yeah that's not going to suit this person whereas that one is i'll go and look it up and get some extra info and see if that's the perfect one for them so one, oh, that's great it's a really good list so
1: yeah, so don't worry about not having sunju because there's good
0: substitutes there. There are definitely substitutes. Well, thank you very much, Christine. It's been wonderful to chat with you again and thank you, Herbal Extract Company. And I might put it out there that if you're listening and you wanted to give a five-star review on iTunes, if you would, please, that'd be great. We'd love you forever. So um, for now, we will say goodbye. See yeah. ya. Bye, darling. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review,